Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays Aria podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about if the heyday of land is over. Before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the website at PlumInvestmentGroup.com. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Oh, this is going to be a fun topic. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, I think this is one that interests a lot of the uh, the investors out there. They're just kind of sitting there and they're looking for a reason of why it ain't working anymore. Are there investors doing that or naysayers or these Debbie Downers? I, I don't know. I think it kind of plays into both. I... uh. And I, I just, I, I like this topic today. Well, I like it too, but <clears throat> immediately when you said that, I just think of like the people who are just whiners. Okay. <laughs> I don't want that to come off rude, but like people who are just like sitting around, oh, I used to make all this money, but now, now, now I'm not. Yeah. Land's ruined. Move on. Move on. Move on. We're Move going on. to a FBA by Amazon, or we're going yeah. to we're going to that next silver squirrel thing where we haven't found that shiny new nut to chase, and we're just sitting here and we're mad. Yeah, that's that's what I. Really that's what you. About. That's what you. That's what you picture. That's what I picture. Yeah. I uh. Not that it <clears throat> hasn't changed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I don't want to say that it's just as easy as it probably was ten, twenty years ago when mm-hmm. there was five people doing this twenty years ago. You know. Okay. You know, and not that it's um, harder, but I wouldn't say the heyday is gone, and I'm not don't want to make excuses about why you're not getting the results you're getting or you you are getting. I. I think that I think the game has changed. There it has. is there's there's a couple truths in, in in this that we want we need to discuss. Are there more people sending mail? Yeah. Yeah. Are there more coaches in the internet space? Yeah. Yeah. Those are all truths. Does that bring more people to the niche? Yeah. Is there more money available for funding? Yep. So all that combined equals more people in the niche. There's there's no way around that. Yeah. Is the heyday over though? Well, I guess it def- depends on how you define heyday. Like being able to send out five hundred mailers and buy five properties. But when you did that, uh, you were buying desert squares. You were buying yeah. one to two acre, five acre, maybe desert squares. Yeah, I wasn't arguing that fact. I'm I, just, I'm I, just saying. Well, I'm, I'm with you. So the the game has changed. You've changed in your business. When I say you, I'm talking our listeners, the people that are listening to this. Us, we, our businesses have all changed. Did you make the right changes? Did you? We talked about pivoting last week. Did you pivot the right way? Did you learn a skill in this and make it to where it's better, bigger, faster for your business to where you can force appreciation? You can look at stuff like that and still make money. <clears throat> yeah, and I still think of um, comparing it to house investors who do yep. mailers only. Okay. Right? Like a, these house mailers are people who are sending mailers for houses like postcards and all that other stuff. Like their numbers are so far astronomical, so much more higher than ours. Yeah. That it still makes it seem like okay, land is still like the far better investment. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't I 
feel like I'm making up these numbers in my head, but I got, I feel like I've heard people say, oh, I'm getting one deal on houses for every 30,000 or 50,000 letters I'm sending. I know a house investor right now that's it's it's taking him about one for 20,000 on direct mail with blind offers. Oh, via, he's doing blind offers, though? Via, via houses, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, and that's in DFW. That's one of the hottest markets in there. But it still makes him money because he has the option to wholesale it from that point or he rehabs it himself. He can do both. And so he's still making money off that ten thousand dollars in spend. He's average making thirty five thousand dollars a house. Well, imagine if you know, even if land, land got to that. Yeah, you know, to make what you say, how much profit? Uh, thirty five. Let's say <clears throat> roughly thirty thousand dollar land purchase. Yeah, right. To sell it for Buy 60. for thirty. Sell it for sixty. Uh-huh. Are you, is he buying houses for thirty grand? Nope. Yeah. I, and that was a true question. I wasn't. That wasn't like a. No, I, it's not. And you didn't stump me up there. But I, I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to step back from a logical standpoint and say, is there more land available or more houses available in the country right now? Well, by the way we do it, there's obviously more land because we're not tied to one zip code in our own area. Well, no, but I'm saying that every house, every structure has to be on a piece of land. So by default, there's more land. Yeah. But there are more structure investors than there are land investors. So by default, your number ratio is already better. Mm-hmm. So is there, but the, the fact remains, is the truth there? Yeah, there's more investors. There's more people sending mail. There's more money in the niche. There's more teaching in the niche. There are people that have been traditional house investors, you know, that have brought people in, new people into the land investing business because they saw it somewhere, saw it was fairly easy. They already had the mechanics in place and they just cranked it up. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen no matter what your niche is, <clears throat> like, because it doesn't just have to be land. Like, if you go find the next greatest investment tool, mm-hmm. right, eventually there's going to be more people that get into it. And so I I was just having this conversation with a guy an hour or so ago about what separates the people who are successful. And even if there's more people in it, I think the same answer still applies. And that's those who just refuse to give up. They put their head down and they just continue to work. You have a bad mailer, figure out why and mm-hmm. send another one. Right. Well, and and like, I, I would I agree with you. I would echo the fact that you would look at you put your head down and work, but you start to work to differentiate yourself than another investor. You don't just say, hey, well, I'm using the same letter as that other guy. Why am I getting the same results? Yeah. You got to change your thing a little bit. Yeah. yeah business is always constantly evolving. Business, the rules of business, the way you do business, everything has got to change. And um, I think what's that saying? Like, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it, that's the only constant is it's constantly changing you have to evolve it, it's always going to be it's kind of like day and night it's always going to be the day tomorrow the sun's always going to rise you're always going to a different part of the day seasons are the same way they always come out and you have to understand that embrace it and make it better yeah i said <clears throat> i've said this before but like when my traditional real estate business went under back in 0809 right mm-hmm. i I just kept doing the exact same things i was doing because i heard all around the country or on the news and radio and all that that uh, real estate market was crashing all around, mm-hmm. and I'm steady doing the exact same thing I had been doing for a long time, thinking, nah, this will never happen. It's never going to happen to me. Look at me. I just had nine closings last month. Like, nothing's yeah. going to change. And then all of a sudden, I went, you know, basically blank, sold two houses in an entire year because yeah. I didn't adapt. I didn't change with the market. And essentially what you're having to do now is, like, because there's more competition, because the market's changed, because businesses change, if you – are stuck doing things the exact same way, you're going to eventually be in that spot. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that the the biggest part of all of this is people's lack of creativity in how they're going to change their business and what they're going to do. There's The land trade has been going on before 
<laughs> before I, I'm trying to think Christopher Columbus came, he traded some shit for some land <laughs> and it's been going on here ever since, you know, we've gotten better because we have better technology over the last few years. We've used other industries, technology brought it over to land and it makes it easier for us to find parcels and, and get the speed of the deal up. But it's not, it's still buying something that's off market undervalued and trying to bring it to market to make more money or buying it on market forcing some appreciation somehow and selling it for more money. Well, you're saying that just uh, buying it at market and forcing appreciation in land, that's just something that we have recently within, I don't know what I'll say, let's say within the last year have really focused on and yeah. and really made it a big part of what we've done. Well, that's it. So like we said, is the heyday over? Well, no, it's just things change you know, with, with looking at something on market. We've done three splits right now. Two of which came from on market. Those two on their own are going to generate. Uh, one just closed out. Uh, I signed the paperwork today, so it closed out today, and that that one generated one point seven eight million dollars in profit. profit. In profit. That's not revenue for those that are trying to be naysayers out there. That's one point <laughs> seven eight million in profit in six months. That's after paying a partner that was an a, a an agent, probably two hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and the other agents, you know, paying people along the way to play. The other one's going to bring in another six hundred, so it's two point three, two point four million dollars on on market properties that we forced appreciation on. I'll take that. Yeah. So, <laughs> does the market change? You can't tell me that everybody listening to this podcast today doesn't know how to go look at property that are online for sale right now. Yeah. If you've got, if you know anything about land investing, you know how to run comps yep. on the buy side, you should. on the sell side. Yeah. You know that. Um, prices will be different at certain acreage ranges, mm-hmm. right? So you should be able to, if you see something, right? If you're looking and you know that, man, you know, that that 2,000 acres for 2 million sure seems like a good price if it's cut into 40 acres that sell for 4,000 an acre, right? Like yeah. you just... Or whatever those numbers Yeah, whatever are. those numbers yeah. are, right? It's just like you, you know that as a land investor, uh, if you've done this for any sort of time. What, the cool thing about that is to me, is how much does it cost to look at landsofamerica.com? It's free, as far as I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is no marketing cost involved in that. So, yes, you might, you may, like, you're, you're asking yourself, well, I don't have $2 million. Start reaching out to people that you're going to reach out to anyways. Start getting your boots on the ground. Start getting in front of people. This is not rocket science. This is how your business changes. It's not, as say, hey, well, I'm only going to send mail. No, we've said 100% of the time, what does your inbound flow look like? You know, we look at Coastal. That for for so long was easy, ripe to get fifty dollars properties. Now you go through and you have to go through a different bid process. Can you get properties out of it? Yeah. Is it still profitable? In some aspects, it is. Is it the same? No. It's changed. So you have to evolve with it. You can't just sit there and sit on your thumb saying, "Oh, Coastal made me dirty. They changed the website." No, they told you they were going to, and they did it. Yeah, I don't think anybody that does Coastal was for any period of time was surprised that uh, they changed the website. Yeah. Because right? it was pretty, I don't even, I don't even mess with coastal, but like I knew the website was changing Yeah, and that the whole process was changing. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's fun to talk about this. I, I hope that some people take this and they run with it and say, okay, Hey, what can I do different in my business to generate some sales? Because at the end of the day, you want to make more money than you spent. Over the course of the year, you want to add a little bit of income to your family. If there's a side, if it's your full time gig and you're not fighting for your life right now and saying, hey, what can I do to get better? What are the different the different revenue streams I've got pouring into my business right now to keep food on, keep the lights on, keep water going, 
If you're not having those conversations, you're not talking about it, you're already behind. And we talk about this t- this every time at this year, at this time of year, that if you haven't planned through the first six months of next year, you're already behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because we've already the purchases we've been making <coughs> lately. Our first and second quarter next year purchases. Yeah. And we've got, got got stuff under contract that's going to close first of the year. We're holding it so we can sell beginning of the year. Then we got stuff that we're going to come in right behind it and stagger right behind it. So, yeah, we're we're looking at 2022 and saying, hey, how are we eating for 2022? Even though we've made enough money to eat through 2022, that money's got to make us more money because we want 2023, 2024, 2025. Because I'm not going back to corporate America. You're not <laughs> catching me there. You're not catching me there either. Not... <laughs> I was never good there anyway. They, they wouldn't take me back. <laughs> they they said, no, nah, you, your application has been denied. <laughs> yeah, it's either this or Uber driving for me. I, I, okay. <laughs> okay, I can see you as an Uber driver, just cruising, cruising. I mean, but it's this is this is this is the real thing. This happens to be what you need to be talking about, focusing on. Don't get on your Facebook groups and talk about how it used to be. Talk about how you're going to make it. Start moving in that direction and do something about it. Yeah, so that's what I say. Don't just talk about it either. Talk, don't talk about it. Be about it. One hundred percent. All right. So heyday over. Well, no, it's not over. It's 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 not. It's still. It's just changing a little bit. Yeah, I was about to like asterisk that. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go back to buying five acres in a desert, you probably can. I bet you still get a good response rate. Don't buy shit with access. Go buy shit on two track. Go buy shit that nobody else wants. You could do killer deals. There's plenty of people making money doing that, I guess. Yeah. So it's not us. Nope. Good? Yeah. I'm All perfect. Right. I'm perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, then that's it for today. Um, as always, if you like what you heard, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go wherever else you're listening to us. Like, review, and subscribe. So appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.